0: This is a shear on Likutei Sicha'is Cheylek Chavbeis, the Sicha of Vayikra, book 22, the Sicha of Vayikra. It says in the Medrash, Rabbi Asi said, Why do we start learning with children the book of Vayikra? The book of Vayikra has an alternate name. It's called Teiras Skayanim, the Teira of the Kayanim, because the book of Vayikra speaks all about the sacrifices. Why do we start learning with children, with small children? In the book of the Quran, in the book of Ayikra, we don't start from the beginning of creation. Ella, but the matter says, The children are pure, and the sacrifices are pure. Yavayu of term, Let those that are pure, i.e. the children, come and deal and study about the things that are pure, i.e. the sacrifices. Asks the Rebbe, what does it mean by karbonis to him that the sacrifices are pure? So some commentaries say it means that they need to be brought in purity. You need to bring sacrifices in a state of ritual purity of tahara, not in impurity. Other mafarshim say that it's what it's telling us is that through sacrifices a person becomes purified from chet. Otherwise, what does it mean? The karbonis that are pure. What does it mean they're pure? Either they're pure in purity or they generate purity. But both explanations, says the Rebbe, are seemingly not so glattic. They're not so smooth. Because the way the Medrish expresses it in its language, Bahar telling him that the sacrifices are pure, it seems to infer that here we're talking about the actual sacrifices, that they are pure, not that the ones that bring them become purified, or that they need to be brought in purity, but somehow the carbonis are identifiably called pure. What does that mean? On the other hand, to learn literally that it means that the carbonis are pure is also not so simple to say, because we don't find that the Torah ever refers to the carbonis as having the classification of being pure. In other words, we find that the Torah clarifies and classifies the carbonis have to be tumimim, have to be Unblemished, Mufcharim, choice, as, as you know, of choice quality, but not but that have to be pure. You know, the the um, the Torah says, what kind of species we bring carbonis from, and those are all. It, it does; they're not identified as as to per se. So, what does it mean here in the Medish? The is base. The we'd be able to learn. At the classification of tahirin here, what does it mean, pure? The Medrash is referring to say, in sync with what our sages tell us regarding the bringing of sacrifices before the giving of the Torah, And then there was no specific instructions on what exact animals. The instructions were much more loose. To quote, everything is kosher to be offered up as a sacrifice, Behema, animals, chaya." Wild animals, the oif, um is undomesticated animals, the oif and birds, zikharim, whether male or a or female, to mimim, unblemished, or blemished, to hayrin. they need to be pure of a but not impure. Oh, so we do see that carbonists are called pure. This is particularly before. Um, this is particularly before. This is particularly before the giving of the Torah. Oh, so there, before the giving of the Torah, we refer to it as pure. What does it mean pure? If the Torah wasn't given, what does it mean pure? I'm just going to say, what does that mean? The connection between the sacrifices before Matan Torah to our topic is in the fact that here we're talking about kids. you are talking about children that are not obligated in bringing... Sacrifices under the age of responsibility, under the age of bar mitzvah. So that is reminiscent and similar to the sacrifices that were offered before the giving of the teda. Because Before the giving of the teda, there were no mitzvahs, similar to kids, that now are not obligated to mitzvahs. However, so seemingly we say, learn the pure karbonus. When do we refer to karbonus as pure before the giving of the teda? That fits with children that are in their status pre-mantan But we have to understand, it's difficult to say this because the Medrash explains why do we start teaching the kids the Book of Vayikra, which speaks about, not sacrifices pre-mantan it speaks about sacrifices post the giving of the Torah. So how do we say that kids should learn Karbona because they're like pre-mantan and they're pure, just like the is primantil, but we're teaching them about the Karbonus post-giving of the Torah. So this requires elucidation, explanation. In the Tanchum, in the Medesh Tanchum, it's brought, this saying is brought, and in continuation to it, it says, therefore, Anima therefore, I consider it for them... It's as if they're standing and sacrificing before me. Sacrifices, and this teaches us. Even though the Beit Hamikdash has been destroyed, and sacrifice is not, sacrifices are not brought. If not for the children that are reading about the sacrifices, the world wouldn't stand. So it's Tamur. You have to understand. A, the Medish Tan says, that's why Hashem says, Le to the Bonai, my children. If you study the, 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 the portion about Karbonis, I will consider it as if you're bringing a sacrifice. As Everyone that's occupied in one, well, not just kids. First, the major says kids, when they occupy themselves and studying about sacrifices, it's as if they're bringing sacrifices and the world stands. Now the major says it generically about everybody that learns about carbonus. And he says, I consider it as if they're bringing a carbon in actuality. How does that fit with what the major says? If not for the children learning carbonus, the world wouldn't stand. Is it the children only or is it everybody, generically? So we, have to understand, so we have to say, when we talk about the achievement of learning about Kermonis as if Kermonis were brought, that there is an advantage, something special, in the fact that the children learn more, there's some advantage over the fact that everybody learns. Something special and unique when the children learn about Kermonis. It's specifically by them that it cr- generates and creates a wholesomeness. In, it's done in a complete way. There's something special about it. And that's what guarantees that the world stands. So, Dalit, let's understand what's so special about the kids learning about the Quran. Let's understand by first understanding what Chazal tells us that before Mount Taylor, we just said a statement that our sages tell us before Mount Taylor, I'll bring all kinds of animals. And it has to be Tahirim, it have to be pure. What does it mean and pure? Well, we learn it by Noyach already, it says. It says that he was told to bring into the Taylor seven of each from all the pure animals. The Gemara asks, what does it mean in the time of Noach, pure and impure? Was there pure and impure at that time? The Gemara explains that the concept of pure then was those that were to become pure. Like the Gemara says, uh, later on, after Torah was given, there was going to be a distinction between animals that are pure and animals that are not pure. Noyach was already had an inkling of that beforehand. In other words, when Noyach brought Karbonis, there was a paradox. On the one hand, the sacrifices that Noyach brought, they weren't a fulfillment of a mitzvah. We don't, we don't find this concept that we find by the forefathers. I it says about them that they fulfilled the Torah before it was given. With Noyach, we don't find this spoken about in our sages. This doesn't exist. So why was he bringing a sacrifice? Not because that's a mitzvah that will become later. But because we find from the time of Odom Rishonon, that people brought sacrifices when they wanted to give. They had a feeling to give something to Hashem for various reasons. So since, but on the other hand, Noyach, while bringing voluntarily, he did also stick to some code he brought from those that are going to become pure later when the Torah is given. Which tells us that by Noyach, really there was no difference from his perspective. The whole difference is only because of what's going to become after the Torah is given. Yet, only for him it makes no difference only with regard to eating. However, with regard to there, yes, being a distinction between pure and impure, because there was going to be a distinction later by Sinai, this already created a distinction by Noyach. Which means to say that by Noyach already, there was already some kind of a start of the Gidrei HaTera, of the classifications of the Torah. Even though he was before Matan Torah, and more than that, he wasn't even, at the time of the forefathers, with about the forefathers, it says that they conducted themselves, they fulfilled the Torah before it was given. And was before all of that. Nonetheless, there was some connection to Torah already, and that's why, when he brought a carbon, he had to bring it, he brought it from Torah, from things that were pure, from those that are going to become pure. ah, so now we see that the connection of Noyach to Teira, the only place we really see that he has a connection to the future given of the Teir is in Carbonus, because that's he brings from the pure. And the classification of pure and impure is what's going to be later. We don't find anything else in Noyach's behavior that relates specifically to the future giving of the Torah. So we can say that's why. The reason for that is because Dafka, the Indian of carbonus really is applicable and has some kind of a a, a connection to pre-giving of the Torah. What do we mean? Because conceptually we're about to say Karbonis are pre torah higher than Torah. Let's see what the Rebbe says. Hey, one of the explanations of what we could say about this let as follows. carbonus even after the Torah is given, even though they're one of the 630 mitzvahs of Torah, they have to bring various Karbonis. Nonetheless, their achievement, the way they activate, the way they work, in other words, their essence is that they're higher than Torah mitzvahs. And that's why they're able to atone, and they're able to bring, um, they're able to um, be mashlim, and also they're able to bring uh, rep- uh, reparation. They're able to to fulfill a loss, a lacking, which was caused through lack of tere When somebody doesn't do tere mitzvah, it creates a blemish, creates a lack. The carbon, because it stands higher than tere, has the ability to replenish that lack. In other words, in another signa in another in other words, as when a yid brings a, a sacrifice to Hashem, he's expressing. karma means karai from the expression of becoming of being close. He expresses his nearness to Hashem, his connection to Hashem, which he has essentially and existentially as a yid, and that's not dependent in his fulfillment of tefillah mitzvahs. And just like his existence and his essence, his identity as a Jew is not dependent on how much tefillah mitzvahs he does similarly it doesn't become diminished that existential self does not become diminished by the lack of keeping the mitzvahs that's always there and it's higher than it's higher than the place where there's instruction it's just an essence connection similar to what it says and it says even though they sin they're still considered my children and this is the reason why Corbonus have the ability to atone for a sin. When a yid is God forbid, when a yid transgresses God forbid, on the will of Hashem and he creates a blemish. So then his oneness with Hashem which comes and achieved through Torah Mitzvahs, he can fix it through Karbonus. In other words, the connection that's created through Torah Mitzvahs has now been and now been damaged because he didn't do the Torah Mitzvahs. But now he's bringing a carbon which is expressing his nearness to Hashem that's above and not hinged on tater mitzvahs. So through bringing the carbon and arousing this level of essential love, the essential bond and connection between a yid with Hashem, which there cannot be any blemish from, that's why it creates atonement, which the word machapi means visht up, it wipes away the blemish of the sin. It touches a place that's deeper than where Hashem instructs what needs to be done according to this we can come to a, a deeper understanding in the whole concept of carbonis, which we will be able to ask about Karbonus how, how is it that when we talk about Avedah when we talk about Avedah service of Hashem which Hashem instructed to be one of the three uh, pillars of the world that he has to engage in aveda and serving Hashem how is it that it should be through animal sacrifices through slaughtering a physical animal bringing it on the altar it would seem to be that an Aveda of spiritual service, which today we have in lieu of the Karbonis, it's called Aveda Shivalev Tefillah, prayer called the Aveda in the heart. That's understandable how that is Aveda, connection to Hashem. But what's physical animals? How does that help? How does that constitute Aveda, serving Hashem? Especially. That really, carbonus is not something that's uniquely given and granted to Jewish people to connect Hashem. Also, nations of the world also have the opportunity, the ability to bring carbonus, and even in the way Samikdash is known. So if so, now though... So, so what's so special with the animal Karbonus? But according to this, we'll understand. This is the whole point. Because it's unintelligible. Dafke, because the connection an essential bond between a Yid with Hashem is higher than the bond that can be created through their work in tere Mitzvahs. And it comes because of Hashem's choosing the Bnei Yisrael. And therefore, even as the Navi says, Och, Esau, Yankov, Esau is a brother to Yankov. In a sense, they're both equal from a certain vantage point. Nevertheless, Hashem says, there's an existential bond I have with Yaakov. But, oh, yeah, if it's Yaakov, I love Yaakov. I choose him. Not because he's better, but because he's mine. Hashem chooses. it's a choice. Remember, choice has to be when there's two things that are equal. But from this itself, that's why the Aved of Carus expresses something deeper than creating than connecting to Hashem through admirable and 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 and, and uh, spiritual qualities. because the carbon in its external appearance, you don't see. Anything spiritual about it. You don't see that the Jews, that the Jewish person bringing the carbon is becoming aroused spiritually. And, and, and the contrary, and it could be that a non-Jew could also bring the same thing. You don't see the distinction. However, it's the avid, because Hashem instructed a Jew to bring a carbon That offering then arouses the essential bond of Hashem's choice in the Jew. Similarly to what we say that Hashem chooses the body, the guf the body of a Jew, which is externally exactly the same as the body of an Hashem chooses that these are these are my people, even when there where there is no difference, not on the soul level. The soul is different between a Jew and an Anshu, even in the body where there's no difference. He says, I choose the Jews as my special people. So in a carbon where there's no expression. In a revealed way of specialty, but Hashem says, I want you to bring this. And the fact that he says it, that's an expression of his choice of us. And when we bring a carbon, we access and we express that choice that he has for us that's deeper and overrides anything we may have done or not done. And therefore it can bring atonement. Zion. So with this, we'll understand also why the carbonists of Nehru for had a connection to the sacrifices of after Mount why was the carbonus of Nech called tahor? They were called pure for the future, because the fact that Nech brought carbonis is was a, a thanks to Hashem for the fact that Hashem remembered him in the flood and saved him. Ooh, we know that. Why do we say these pesukim on Rosh Hashanah? Because on Rosh Hashanah we're trying to arouse Hashem's deep connection to the Bnei Yisrael, and when we remember Nech. Why did Hashem remember Nech? The reason Hashem remembered Noyach the and the Tavon saved him is etzem because of the existential and essential advantage and and and, and virtue of the neshamas of Yid. In other words, Noyach had contained within him neshamas of Yidden, that's why we say but He also remembered Noach with love. This means the essential love that Hashem has to neshamas Israel. Right, so what does it mean? Even though Noach was a foremanter, and he was before we came to the point where Hashem chose us, and he was not even connected in a way like the forefathers, where they did start the process of the giving of the Torah because they started to observe the mitzvahs even before it was given. More than that, says the Ebenarda thirty-eight. Really, everybody comes from Noach, not just Jewish people. Nonetheless, even at that stage, he had a connection to the souls of Eden, to the Shomish And that's why Hashem remembered Noach with Ava, because of the mile of the Shomish that he included within him. Well, this will also understand why the Ka'banis that Noach brought in connection and as an ex- as, a, as a thanksgiving for the remembrance and for being saved from the flood, have a connection to the Karbonis that Eden will bring after the giving of the Because Hashem remembers him based on the fact that he has within him the future Neshamas Yisrael. And therefore when he says thank you and he brings karbonas, he projects into the future, he brings tahirim, pure things, which for the Bnei Yisrael later, after manter will, will be called tahirim. And this is also the explanation where the Major says that the karbonas of Teres kenim, that the karbonas are toher. tahirim being pure means it's a classification of pre manter. But he's using it now when we learn with the children after manter Why? Since the inner aspect of Kobanus is to reveal the essential love of Hashem and bond that he has It's higher than the love that can come through the learning and observance of Teda. So this essential love is mostly expressed in the sacrifices of Neach that he brought before Matan Teda before there was even an instruction on Kobanus. Because it's talking about pre higher than, pre-instruction. However, after Matan Tera, the Karbanas now are, uh, become a mitzvah. So, even though they're expressing something that's higher than mitzvahs, but you don't see openly how they are higher than the expression of So, Where do you see that Karbanas are something that precede and stand higher and touch a deeper chord than the fulfillment of the instruction to bring Karbanas? You see that in Noyach. According to this, we we'll also understand why the major says that we start learning with children teres kenim. Because the pure should come and deal with the pure. There are three general time periods within a person, within the Bnei Yisro. There was post matan Torah, after Hashem gave the Bnei to Torah, but then the Eden accepted upon themselves by the instruction of Hashem to do Torah mitzvahs. Then you have from when the forefathers started to do the mitzvahs before they were instructed, before it was given. And then even before that, at the time of Noyach, by Noyach, there was he only had a connection to Torah connection was, that at least there was some kind of a, a classification of pure and impure based on what will be in the future in the Torah. So we could say that those three post-modern Torah, Oves that prepared for modern Torah, who was very um, loosely connected to modern teyre, referred to three stages in a person's life. Yeah, every year. There's a time when after he becomes Baran Bas Mitzvah, when he becomes obligated in the Mitzvahs. There's a time from when he becomes obligated in being in being educated. And then he does his tere mitzvahs in a way that it's just an, a, a preparation for the time of his obligation. And then number three, there's where he's totally before being obligated, he's not even obligated to do it as chinuch, as as, as training. He's just, he's not at all obligated in tere mitzvahs. However, nonetheless, he's a Jewish boy, he's a Yiddish kid. He's a Jewish kid. And he has a connection to tere. And more than that, the Torah is given to him in a way of inheritance. Ki Roshakilasangivs, an inheritance to the congregation community of Yaakov, and even a one-day-old child. If you talk about inheritance, there's no limit to how old the kid has to be to inherit. Even a physical inheritance. If, if somebody passes away and he's the heir, he's one day old. He could also so. We every Yiddish kid, every child, every Jewish child is. A, an heir to the Torah, and he has a connection to the Torah. It says that that's why we could say that's why you're not allowed to give Hara 40. You're not allowed to give a child something forbidden to eat, even though he's not obligated in the chinuchah. Because a Yiddish kid, he is connected to the Torah. You can't give him something forbidden. Since by a cotton, since by a minor, before he gets to the age of training, there's no, n- there is not yet any service of Torah mitzvahs. So therefore, in a revealed way, what do we see there? We see his essential advantage and virtue of being a Yiddish kid, a Jewish child. The special love, the essential love of Hashem that's not hinged on anything. You see it more by kids when they're still small, before they reach the age of training. That's what the Medrash says. Let the pure kids come and deal with pure stuff. Because we're talking about, we talk about carbonus, it's going to highlight and call to our attention the essential love of Hashem to the Eden which is higher than the love that is possible through learning telling, and doing mitzvahs. And it's this love, this deeper love that is the power to be able to have atonement. So they are tahorim; they are, by definition, they are pure, because they reach, in other words, they, 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 they remind us of a place where Tuma can't reach you can't come Yeah. therefore let the since karbanas for a place where tumor can't touch let the pure kids come and deal with pure stuff and this should be in Dafka through through, through yidish kinder Dafka through kids who are called pure as the Tanschum says they have never tasted they don't know what is the taste of a sin they can't have a sin they're too young. They don't have an obligation. So it's not possible for them to have done something. It's a sin. It's not a sin that if they did it as a kid. Therefore, by them is the illumination of the of the expression of Hashem's essential love to to the test. According to this, we'll understand why Dafka it's the Davka the pure kids that should come and deal with the pure stuff. The call Um and that's why the, the, upon this the world stands after the children reading Kabbalas. Why the fact that generically even Gedolim, even the uh, people that are adults learn parshas learn all about the Kabanas, That's really. It's not a deed of a carbon. It's not the actual carbon. What is it? It's thought, it's speech. The Tal explains that in zu tefila. That thought davening, the service of the heart, which corresponds to Karbanis, is really the thought which one invests during prayer. And then you have the speech, which that's Talmud Torah, the Karbanis, that's learning about the Karbanis. So when we think, when we have tefillah we work with our heart. That's like the um, that's like the kavana of the Karbanis. Dibur is the Talmud Torah, is when we study about the Karbanis. These two items, these two garments of thought and speech, the main, their main thing is to reveal the intellect of a person or his emotional state. And you don't really, the, the words that are being said there are not the main thing. The words are just a carrier for the intellect or for the emotional that's being expressed. Since, in a revealed way, in the, intel, in the intel, intellect and emotion of the person. Since there is the intellect and emotion of a person in a revealed way, that's why you don't you don't get over here, in the study of Aqabonis, you don't see the raw, essential love that Hashem shows because He chose the Bnei So. Because there's some understanding here, there's some feeling here, there's some motivation here. Dafun, when we talk about the reading of the children, what are we talking about? We're not talking about kids that understand very much. I said we start to learn with the children, we start with them in Kedem. In other words, we're talking about them starting to learn. When basically they're saying words, they really don't have an understanding. As we see that the custom is that only the real beginning of learning with children is in the book of Then we learn other things. So they're basically just saying words. Ah, action. It's more similar to the action of the karma. And um, therefore, that expresses, as we said, that the action of, of, of the carbon in, when it was brought in real time, where, which doesn't express any, any inspiration. But Hashem said to bring it. That's why it's so special. That's what's represented by the kids who don't understand necessarily, but they're saying the words of termites, It's more similar to the real carbon. And this expresses the love of Hashem. As we said, that Hashem chooses Davka the body. And here, the the words that are being said really are like bodies without souls. There's not much understanding going on there. And that's why the real achievement of having the world stand in honor, in in merit of carbonus is really when the children are the ones that are reading it.